0: Welcome to Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and thanks for being with us going into this Labor Day weekend. And that's sort of where we start our show today, talking about one of the rituals that returns each Labor Day, football. Football starts, college football starts tonight uh, with MSU playing in East Lansing, and then the University of Michigan kicks off their season Tomorrow, uh, joining me now to talk about football, talk about sports generally, and what we can expect this fall. There are two regulars here uh, on Detroit Today. John Neo, Detroit News sports columnist, and Pat Bachelor, morning edition anchor here at WDET. Guys, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so uh, exciting uh, sort of times at, at both schools uh, Michigan and Michigan State going into this season let me just quickly get what you guys think uh, we're looking forward to uh, in terms of uh, outcomes uh, a lot of high expectations for the University of Michigan higher expectations than I think might be reasonable uh, maybe lower expectations than I think might be reasonable for Michigan State the uh, where do you break down on that? Well,
1: I, I think yeah, it's uh, Michigan sort of finally returned to the table last fall with the new coach Jim Harbaugh, and uh, I think the team responded almost as well as as the fans did. Maybe not quite, but um, they tried. They, they tried, and uh, and not, but they didn't sort of turn the tables on Michigan State and Ohio State, which is, I guess, the next step for that program to. To get back to where it believes it got to play sixty minutes, right? Yeah, <laughs> sixty fifty-nine <laughs> minutes and fifty that's seconds, right. as they did against Michigan State <laughs> last year. So, and in and, and so that's the, I guess the way that the, the sort of story gets framed this year is Michigan State's trying to go back to back, but with a, once again lower expectations. As you mentioned, I'm, nobody's necessarily picking them to win it this year. But that's sort of right in their wheelhouse, well, the well, disrespect angle. Yeah, Pat, Indeed. I feel
0: like that's that may be an advantage for them. I mean, not being in the spotlight, not having all of these sort of uh, pressures. Michigan State feeds yeah, on disrespect. Right, they, right. you know, they, they they crave it, and they, and they play
2: with a chip on their shoulder. That's uh, what Mark D'Antonio has brought to this program. And I think you're right. The expectations, uh, I think, are lower, but unnecessarily so. I mean, this is not, uh, you know, he's been there nine years now, and they've won ten games. I think like no, four or five years know, in yeah, a row. Five out of six uh, you know, I know I know there were concerns about having uh, a new quarterback, but Tyler O'Connor has been with this program. He's a fifth-year senior, uh, and Uh, he also was the quarterback uh, down in Columbus last year when State beat Ohio State in the rain. You know, I mean, I I think he'll be just fine there. And of course, you've got Malik McDowell uh, who may just be the best college football player there is uh, playing on that uh, defensive line. Uh, He's going to be all over uh, every uh, offense that he faces. Uh, If you look at State's schedule, I don't think they really get challenged until the end of October when they play Michigan. And it's entirely possible that uh, both teams may be unbeaten. At that point, yeah. uh, so you should have a pretty good battle. But I think Michigan State is still the t- the team to beat in the Big Ten. Um, they've, as I said, I mean they've got uh, they've got plenty of depth coming back, and they've got both Michigan and Ohio State at home this season and like we've already discussed you know that disrespect factor you know they're ranked tw- uh they're ranked 11th I believe in uh, the uh, coaches poll 12th in the AP poll a few points behind Michigan I don't have an AP vote uh, if I did I would flip that I'd have Michigan State in the top 10 and uh, Michigan on the outside looking in yeah. and and I will until Michigan does something about it
0: yeah well I mean uh do, do you think that uh Uh, Let's start with Michigan Let's talk about sort of the state of Michigan football With Harbaugh uh, as Pat noted, they sort of have to deliver at some point, mm-hmm. uh, but but it's early. I mean, it's only been one season. They did much better last year than they did the year before. They do seem to be buying into not just the hype uh, that, that that surrounds Harbaugh and his personality, but they seem to be buying into the system that he that he's brought. I mean, uh, if you look at the way they played last year, the, the, the kind of discipline that they that they tended to have, uh, there's no question he's having an effect. Can they take a much bigger leap this year? I mean, is is that really in the cards for them? Well, I think you can even,
1: just by the, you know, for all the talk of sort of the superficial stuff, the, you know, satellite camps and spring breaks to IMG in Florida (laughs) and all of those (laughs) things, you can also tell that he knows he's got a better team this year just from some of his comments. Um, And if you look at Big Ten teams that win big – they they usually have that one key component and that's the defense that can be a sort of a lights out you know yeah. dominant defense and it appears that michigan has that they're lined pop- up to uh, it in has Indiana. that coming back they've got a defensive line that probably is maybe the best in the country um and 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 the top recruit in the country who everybody thinks is going to be gonna early out yeah um so you, you have that and that's the sort of thing that can carry you a long way even if you've got a, a quarterback who maybe you're not expecting to be some, you know, all America candidate. Yeah. And, and that so that's why I think Michigan is really building this thing around. But they have three big road games. And that's year. and that's the that's the other piece of it. Then yeah. a defense is what wins those games on the road. I mean Michigan State did it last year if you look at Ohio State's championship teams of the past. I, I that's that's where I think they really are feeling their oats, I guess, yeah. and, and that's where this season will probably be decided for Michigan, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and not only
2: bad. that, Michigan has to go on the road to East Lansing and right. Columbus, and also to, and to Iowa. Uh, I mean, Iowa Iowa there's yeah. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, and that I,
1: may be the the biggest you know stumbling block of all, actually, a <laughs> night game in Iowa in mid-November.
2: I don't think anybody gets through the Big Ten schedule unbeaten because uh, they've expanded to nine conference games now instead of eight, and mm-hmm. it's gonna it's gonna be tough to win. To, to win. Uh, nine conference games uh, with uh, with some of the talent that you do have uh, in the league yeah. um, as for Michigan you know I I think you may be onto something Stephen. Uh, you know last year they finished 10-3 and three. they could easily have been 8-5 and five, though I mean they really had to pull out wins on the road at yeah. Indiana and Minnesota right. um, you know so they might have done they might have overachieved a little bit last year they do have they do have great depth uh, on the defense uh, their offense is pretty solid uh, we'll find out tomorrow whether Wilton Spate or Alex O'Corn is going to be the uh, uh, starting quarterback for Michigan this season. Um, and uh, I, I think Spate uh, proved himself uh, pretty capably as a backup last year. Uh, he certainly had a big role in winning that game at Minnesota. He looked uh, pretty solid uh, in the spring game. He's a ball control quarterback and that's the kind of offense Jim Harbaugh likes to run. I think O'Corn has a little bit more talent, uh, which he displayed as a freshman in Houston. Uh, he uh, was benched uh, his uh, second season and then decided to transfer to Michigan. He's been at the pro- he's been with the program 4 years so he's had time to learn under Harbaugh. Um, you know I think I think Michigan is solid no question about it and and especially with the freshman talent they've recruited. Um, but I think it I think they're still a year or two away from you know breaking the breaking the stranglehold that Michigan State and Ohio State have on the conference. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, this is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson. My guests are John Neal, the Detroit News sports columnist, and Pat Batchelor, the host of uh, Morning Edition here at WDET. We are talking about uh, football. Football comes back in the college form, at least, this Labor Day weekend. How are Michigan and Michigan State going to do? How are they going to do this weekend? How are they going to do this year? Big expectations in Ann Arbor, uh, moderated expectations in East Lansing, Uh, those setups for outstanding seasons for those teams. Uh, Give us a call. You want to join the conversation, 313-577-1019. We're going to talk now about the state of college football. You want to join that conversation. What do you think about the sport? What do you think about uh, this ongoing discussion about money, uh, this ongoing discussion about danger and concussions? Again, three one three five seven seven one zero one nine 1019 is... <laughs> The number we're trying to have some fun this this <laughs> Friday, uh, not not such a heavy topic. Well, in
1: nine years ago yesterday, we had Appalachian <laughs> State knocking off Michigan, and last <laughs> night I flipped on the TV to start the college football season, and there's Appalachian there's State App literally State. almost <laughs> doing it again on the exact date. It was unbelievable. Uh, I,
2: I I misspoke a moment ago. It's John, John O'corn. O'Corn. John yes, O'Corn, yeah. I said Alex. John I'm sorry O'corn. about that. I was confusing him with and one I do the other think and I do
1: think it is Wilton Spate. We'll find out for yeah. sure tomorrow. I but think, I think it, he's I the guy getting the nod to start.
0: So. So, the state of the game, uh, and and I should preface this with with uh, the, the the deep misgivings I have now annually, as we get ready for college football in particular, uh, over the, the the mounting evidence that what these young men are doing to each other uh, is is going to be debilitating at some point. That that uh, the even the low impact. Uh, hitting, uh, the, 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 the constant repetition of those hits uh, essentially causes this disease called uh, CTE that that, that, that uh, basically eats away at people's brains. That makes it really hard uh, for me to be as much of a fan as I, as I have been almost my entire life. I mean, uh, I would always look forward to, to, to college football. I, frankly, I will sit and watch any two teams play especially in a close game but you know it sort of eats at me this idea that uh, this is not this is not safe uh, and and we aren't really moving to a place where we can talk about how it's not safe chiefly because of the money that's involved Mm -hmm. uh, but also because i think no one knows what to do i mean how would you change the game in a way that that could deal with this issue but keep it as exciting as it is
1: well, and I think the the other piece then, when we start talking about college football, is the guys in the NFL are getting paid millions of dollars and are are making a choice that is compensated, I yes. guess, in a way. Um, these college players are not, and that is sort of the underlying, to me, issue with with college football and the NCA and and the notion of pay to pay to paying players and and those kinds of issues that have sort of come to the surface here, in particular, the last couple years Um, and I don't know that we're going to get anywhere close to a solution on that anytime soon but it certainly is something that is top of mind now with some of these players and you know the restrictions that they're under you see the you see these conferences starting to make sort of inroads and finding ways to get funnel some more money their way but it's it's nowhere near just And and I don't know that we're going to get anywhere closer than that. Well,
0: and the money thing is separate from the safety thing, right? Well, it is.
1: But, I mean, yeah, these these players are risking their lives, as you point out. Right. For what? right and that, and that's the issue
2: well and the other thing is uh, you know money is a factor because i mean uh, the, i don't think we're going to see any changes uh, uh uh in 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 football until two things happen number one fans stop paying money to go to games uh i mean you're you're going to have 100,000 people in the big house tomorrow for sure and 75 80,000 uh, tonight uh, at michigan state uh and then uh, the other thing that has to happen is that and, and i think it's starting to happen a little bit parents are you know are going to in large numbers have to say I'm not letting my son play football I'm just not going to he can play you know he can play soccer basketball or some other sport you know when 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 the when the lower ranks of football start to dry up uh, and maybe high schools stop playing uh, and and that takes away your base for college football I'm not saying that I necessarily want those things to happen (laughs) but but you know, that I, I don't know that there's going to be a change until those things do start happening.
1: Yeah, yeah no, no, I think, and certainly nationally, the participation numbers do bear that out a little bit, that, that more and more kids are, are finding other sports. But you also get a pushback now that I've, and we mentioned Jim Harbaugh, he's, he and his brother, in yeah. fact, are two of the, probably the most outspoken, you know, high profile coaches who are, are sort of pushing back on this notion that football is, is dangerous. Football is, a game that needs to be changed they're sort of digging in and I think I think you're going to see even more of that too as as we we see more and more headlines about concussions and and the dangers of the sport I think you're going to start to see some more you know the, you know, their, their, their livelihood and their game and their passion is threatened, I think you're going to see more of that
2: too. And this is not the first time we've had this conversation in this country. Of you go back not. 100 years yeah. uh, when there was no NFL and it was only college football and there were talks of uh, maybe the federal government intervening and shutting down the college game until improvements were made to protect the players because back then, players actually were maimed, uh, <laughs> maimed. and uh, in some cases uh, 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 players died yeah. uh, as a result of uh, horrible injuries so you know we're uh, i i think we'll figure it out we have better science and technology today than we had a hundred years ago um but it's it's going to be a a, a, a difficult process yeah uh,
0: this is detroit today on 1019 wdet i'm stephen henderson my guests are john neo detroit news sports columnist and pat bachelor morning edition anchor here at WDET we're talking about uh, football right now uh, football comes back in the college form this weekend uh, Lions start next week uh, they had a big uh, I thought oh. big display big performance in the last uh, <laughs> Just of teasing. their preseason sure. games uh, we're having a lighter day on uh, Detroit <laughs> today today talking about sports because uh, we're going into that uh, that long Labor Day weekend you want to join the conversation uh, talk about college football talk about pro football, talk about the state of the game with uh, uh, concussions, uh, these other these other issues sort of hanging over it. Give us a call. 313 1019 is the number. Uh, what about the Lions? Uh,
1: what about them? Wa- <laughs> How about that big victory over the Bills, week. Steven? Did you watch that? <laughs> last, last night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so he, he, here Please was the Please tell thing. me you didn't watch that. <laughs> I did watch parts oh. of it because, you know, I well, so I love the last the last of the preseason games because because it's the last well of the preseason right games. and it's but this is where the the, the guys on that roster bubble yeah. get a chance to go out and say
1: here's why i ought to be on this team right? well and and speaking of michigan and and speaking folks, of michigan yeah. we saw jake rudock say see this is why and i think he will be on this team although it's an interesting decision the lions have in terms of that do, do they keep a third quarterback but mm-hmm. i think he's proven this preseason what he's proved last fall in yeah. michigan that He's a guy who's going to pick things doing. up quickly. He's a smart quarterback who's really pretty savvy and could be a good backup. Yeah, and this
0: receiver point. Billingsley,
1: uh, who had a great game last night as well. Yeah, um, I don't think he's going to make. I don't think he's going to make the roster, but, but he certainly that? made his. He made his case for, <laughs> for a practice squad or maybe a roster elsewhere. I don't know. But well, yeah.
2: it's going to be. It's all going to come down to how the offense performs without mm-hmm. Calvin Johnson. I mean, yeah. we've see, they've, they've got some good hand. They got some good hands. Anquan Bolden still has uh, uh, something to offer. Uh, of course, you've got Golden Tate. Uh, Marvin Jones uh, could have a breakout year uh, this year. He's uh, he's a young guy uh, and uh, and and has some good hands and good speed. Um, but they're they're very thin at tight end uh, with Pettigrew out. Uh, Eric Ebron still out, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're neither one of them is going to get back on the field uh, right away. Uh, and then of course there's that offensive line. I think I I, I don't know. I the their the first round pick uh, Taylor Decker from Ohio State. I mean they I was. surprised they threw him right yeah. into the fire at yeah. left tackle uh, and I and, and I'm hoping that uh, it it doesn't become too much for him because he is a rookie he I, I didn't see the last two games I didn't see how he performed in those uh, I know the first two games uh, he, he looked a little out of place at times yeah
1: he he'd actually fared better that third game and then last night obviously none of the starters were really playing I think the issue is and you mentioned the offense you're exactly right and they, the first team offense was out there for nine possessions the entire preseason and did not score a <laughs> touchdown and, and <laughs> only came out with nine points. But I will say this, eight years ago, I went to the Olympics and spent a month in China and came back and heard everyone telling me how great the off op- you know, the Lions looked in the preseason. They won. Was four. that when they went <laughs> went four zero? Oh. Yeah. That was my first year on the beat replacing Mike <laughs> O'Hare, and so I, s- I settled in and, and immediately realized the preseason means absolutely nothing because they proceeded to go zero and sixteen that year. Right. Yeah. So the, the preseason you can't really base any. But but you're right. The offense is 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 a question mark and that's uh, if we defense, knew that going in and we still know that going in if
2: the defense is healthy I think the Lions have a shot at uh, uh being a fairly decent team I mean DeAndre Levy uh is uh, uh, it sounds like he's back, uh, yeah. he's back and that's huge for this defense mm-hmm. yes. uh, because they lost a lot without him last year and of course Zeke Alonso I mean you know the guy's just a beast yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, that that defensive line uh is going to put a lot of pressure on opposing quarterbacks uh I think they're a Little firmer at linebacker, and uh, the uh, defensive secondary is uh, usually solid, or uh, you know. so yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll see. But it, 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 again, if they
0: go, if they go nine and seven or 10, six, I think that would
1: be Listen to that line coming out of you. <laughs> yeah. I've seen predictions go, as yeah, low yeah, as they're five and you know, and honestly, in their own division, we were talking about injuries and, and the Vikings starting quarterback just went yeah. down in a heap uh, yeah. with a so non-contact, the Lions, you know, loss yeah, for the season right. with a brutal knee injury. Yeah. And, so and, the Lions uh, have a shot that's things get decided in this league. I think that, the thing you learn about the NFL is there's probably five or six really good teams, maybe yeah. a few really awful teams, and then a whole lot of teams that are seven or 8 That and are nine, in that middle, and, oh, the, and, and injuries and a fluky play here or there or a win on the road that you don't expect suddenly changes yeah. things and turns got, into a playoff team.
0: we got callers here. Uh, I want to get them into the conversation. Kathy and Canton, welcome to Detroit Today. Uh, thanks for having me. Sure. Um, I guess a uh, uh, comment or, you know – on the concussion issue, it's not the helmet hitting the ground that gives the man a concussion or running into another player. It's right. his brain banging on his skull. Yes. So right. unless, you know, we can scientifically come up with something to put a shock absorber in the head, we're going to have this issue. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know how to. So, Kathy, stop. what does that say to you, though, when, you, when you're when you watching this, uh, this it's running headlong running headlong into anything to kill you. Yeah. You need to know that going in. And now that we know it, anybody that continues to play, they play at their own risk.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You
0: know, until, you know. We get a space shot to the brain, right? Which could happen probably quicker than fixing Zika because there's a lot more money in the (laughs) NFL than Congress will put into Zika. Right, (laughs) Kathy. Great, uh, great point. Thanks, Kathy's got my vote for next commissioner of the NFL (laughs) (laughs) because that's that's it in a nutshell, right there. But it also
1: brings up the point I was talking about with these college athletes. Okay, the uh, NFL—they all—all these players know what what they're risking now. I think. I, I think for the most part. But, the but question, there's the but exploitation the quest, issue yeah, that, right, that, the, that I worry the question worry is, is, what are you, know, what are you risking? Well, and a college do you athlete, feel, you're risking everything. I mean,
0: if you're a kid uh, whose only chance to get to college mm-hmm. is football, do you feel a different kind of pressure to play the game and put yourself at risk than, than other kids? I mean, I think that's the, the, the sort of equity issue that lies behind this. These are in large number uh poor kids who you wouldn't see on college campuses otherwise and uh, then on the other end of that
1: spectrum i think and we've seen it quite a bit now in the nfl it's been actually a big story in the nfl here in the last year or two is a lot of guys leaving the game before otherwise they would have you know you can even point to calvin johnson here Mm -hmm. locally but we've had some other guys more you know higher you know profile in terms of leaving early way before sure. they're ready to uh, as a physical talent yeah. and it's because of you know hey I'm going to walk away while it's I dangerous. still can I'm going to yeah. walk away and and have a better chance when I'm you know 50 of you know understanding who my kids are those yeah. kind right. of things and so <laughs> that's an issue the NFL is starting to grapple with now is we've got some star players who deciding you know talent, what dude. I've had enough you know I've made my money my first two contracts I'm out of here my first contract I'm out of here
0: yeah. uh, let's go to Nancy in Sterling Heights I, hey. I have an interesting tidbit. Uh-huh. My first cousin used to be married to an NFL player. He's uh-huh. now a coach. They have their first grandchild. He's a cute little boy. The uh, grandfather has decreed that this child shall have nothing to do with football. He wow. will not have jerseys. He will not have football. Oh, my gosh! He, w- he will not have anything. No cute little football stuff for his grandbaby. And and it, that's despite the fact that he's still coaching. Is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a that's I, right there in a nutshell. I think mm-hmm. there's that tension uh, that
1: exists. You know, you're I can a fan, tell you for one thing that chi- that I without outing her uh, her source, <laughs> I can tell you that it's not a Harbaugh kid, a <laughs> grandkid. But <laughs> right. she's right, and that's yeah. no. I think there's a lot of people that have misgivings even in the sport about what the you know what the sport does to people. Yeah. Yeah. You see these reunions of and. and and by and large, most of these guys say I'd do it all over again. But you do have more and more guys saying, you know, we see some of our Lions' greats, you know, Lem Barney and some mm-hmm. of those guys who, who are finding out now just how how badly they've tortured themselves, mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and it's starting to you know it's yeah. starting to take take hold.
0: Before we go, I want to talk about Colin Kaepernick, uh, NFL player, San Francisco Forty ers who has uh, gotten a lot of attention in the last couple of weeks because he's decided he's not going to stand up for. The national anthem at the beginning of football games anymore i mean some really awful stuff has been said to and about him uh, in in reaction he did it again last night i guess uh, at the 49ers final preseason game he took a knee which i thought was a uh, uh, a gesture i think on his part of saying this is not about disrespect it is about uh, making a statement, but I don't want to. I don't want to b- uh, be disrespectful to to, to people uh, who are standing for the anthem. Um, I'm always fascinated when culture, uh, race, power, class, all of these things sort of creep into the game into the sport and remind us that these are not just players these are people and that they have uh, opinions and that uh, they have a huge platform on which to, to to express those positions what do you think about that pat uh, you know, I, I I don't know Colin Kaepernick obviously,
2: uh, and uh, uh, every everybody's entitled to make uh, an expression of uh, of their feelings, whether you know whether they play football or uh, or or not. Um, it, I th- I'm going to be interested to see how the NFL deals with this uh, if it becomes. A distraction to the NFL. It, I don't think it has so far. In fact, uh, you know, from a cynical point of view, if you'll forgive me, um, uh, you know, it, we're talking about the preseason. You know, which, yeah. you know, it, it, it's it's given some relevance to the preseason anyway, uh, from the NFL's point of view, I suppose. And I don't mean to diminish the, the, the conversation at all, but uh, it will be interesting to see uh, if, uh, if this continues throughout the season, if other players uh, join him. Um, and... Uh, uh, You know, we'll just see how it plays out.
0: I I think that question of whether other players join him in sort of making this statement this way, that's the power of the potential power, at least, of of what he's doing is uh, it, it could not it could be not just one guy. It could be many guys all sort of saying, look, there's something desperately wrong with the way things are going in this country. And. We're not gonna just play football and then be quiet. we're gonna we're gonna say what we can about.
1: Well, and that's to me uh, in, as a sports writer first, but as a human being, I've longed for more of these high profile athletes to take stands, to speak your, that's what we we need from them as opposed to just you know the just the you know, well, we played a good game today. gave it 110, percent blah blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um So that, it, it's refreshing in that sense, and and I think he actually he's been able to articulate some of what his his feelings are fairly well, and and so it'll be interesting now to see, like you said, I mean there was a, he had a teammate join him last night. He had a, there was another player on another team that did a, a similar made a similar stand, I guess, in, and, in sitting down, yeah. a, and I think this will you know it will, this will carry on, but I think to to the bigger picture, I think it's 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 letting other athletes know, hey, th- you're not just an athlete. Right. You, you've and got opinions. Share them. Feel you know. Now the backlash may have a chilling effect. I don't know, but I, I think in in terms of his stand, I I think it's actually a good thing for yeah. sport yeah. and or might for and,
2: sports and might fans mm-hmm. join in too. You know, I mean, right. we'll 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 see as these football games ramp up. You know, as uh, as you look around the stadium, do you see fans uh, who choose to sit or or some other yeah, form think of we expression see
1: that, I, I do Usually know. it's because they've had too much to drink before the <laughs> game and they're still <laughs> slumped yeah, over I in their seat, <laughs> but yes.
0: Yes, uh, football, the great American right. experience. <laughs> All right, uh, Pat Batchelor. Uh, morning edition of anchor here at WDET, John Neo, Detroit News sports columnist. Thanks as always for being here. Thanks for having me on, uh, on Detroit Today. We'll see. We'll see how the season turns right. out for everybody. All right. Uh, up next, uh, we're going to talk about what a federal appeals court says Michigan must do for people who want to vote straight ticket this November. We'll talk about the decision that came down from the court yesterday. Next, with Rick Pluta of the Michigan Public Radio Network. Stay with us on Detroit Today.